listening to True Crime Fiction, feeding your addiction to the best of the written and the spoken word in crime. If you would like to support the podcast, you can do so for as little as £1 at patreon.com slash truecrimefiction. In general, sweeping generalisations about nations are not a good idea. However, I do think that it is possible to notice difference. When it comes to true crime from North America, it appears that crime involving wealthy, well-off people is often what is found the most fascinating. Perhaps it is to do with the way the American dream underpins the modern mythology of the US, or that those who have not achieved the increasingly impossible promise of social mobility enjoy seeing that no matter the personal wealth someone manages to gather for themselves, it does not insulate them from the worst that life has to offer. In Britain, however, the crimes that we are often most gripped by tend to be those that happen to ordinary people. We live quiet lives. Perhaps that is to do with the fact that, despite seeing ourselves as a modern state, in the UK we still live with the hangovers of a feudal system, with such regressive concepts as the deserving poor and moralistic phrases like hard-working people still finding currency in our politics, which has been overrun recently with those for whom even their privilege comes gold-plated. We've never admired our rich and powerful as much as tolerated them and just get on with our own lives. It is the latter type of crime in which bite-sized podcast Bodies in the Garden fits. In fact, the murder of William and Patricia Witcherly by their daughter and son-in-law Susan and Christopher Edwards was such a quiet and unassuming crime that it went unnoticed for 14 years. During those 14 years, Susan and Christopher kept up the not insignificant ruse of their parents still being alive, with ease, due to what had been their self-contained and antisocial nature. Bodies in the Garden takes us through the rich, absorbing fantasy life that both Susan and Christopher lived, centred around the Hollywood Golden Age. So obsessed were the pair with collecting memorabilia from this time that almost all the money they gained from the murders were spent on items of dubious value. The fraud they committed did not stop there, though, with Susan duping her own husband, Christopher, into believing he was writing to and receiving reciprocal letters from French actor Gerard Depardieu. When hearing about Susan's childhood, it is possible to see why she may have felt the only safe way to exist was to retreat into a far more glamorous fantasy life and then do everything possible to maintain it. Indeed, this is the crux and the genesis of the whole story, and yet so much of our focus is directed to reconciling the apparent ordinariness of those involved with the kind of murder and long con that is generally reserved for Sally Lloyd's storytelling. In a bizarre and twisted way, Susan and Christopher got exactly what they wanted. 
You have been listening to True Crime Fiction, the podcast that is feeding your addiction to all things crime. You can find our website at true-crime-fiction.com, on Twitter at true underscore crime underscore fic, on Facebook and Instagram as True Crime Fiction. Please rate and review on the podcast app of your choice. Music is by Kitty Kitty Meow Meow.